0: Welcome to the Airflow Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Thomas, and this is the place where Kingdom Heirs go to be informed and inspired. So sit back, relax, and flow with me. Welcome back to the Airflow Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Thomas, and today I am very blessed to have a wonderful, beautiful guest host with me. My lovely wife, Cassandra Thomas, is here to guest host with me. So uh, welcome, Cassandra. Uh, For those that her, her, she's better affectionately known as KK. So uh, it's going to be hard for me to call her Cassandra throughout the podcast. So I will be referring to my wife as KK. So KK, welcome to the podcast. Um I'm glad you're taking some time to to talk to me and talk to the people. So I just want to welcome you and uh I look forward to this conversation we're gonna have today. All
1: right. Thanks for having me,
0: (laughs) sir. See y'all, y'all don't know. She she being funny because we talked about this, so I'm just gonna share so before we, we talked about doing this, I was like, well, how are you gonna, you gonna do your professional voice or you gonna do your KK at home with the family voice? And she was like, I'm just gonna be me. I'm just gonna be me. she already starting off doing this. I'm doing well, sir, you know uh, but nevertheless, uh, KK is here. I'm excited. Um, you know, I, as I mentioned in the first episode, I'm gonna have her be a part of the podcast, you know, at different times. Uh, the podcast is not always about, you know, me interviewing other people. It's not always it just, it's not always just about, you know, uh, me talking, but, you know, my wife is just a, a bigger part of this process as anybody. So, um, she's one of the main reasons why I'm doing this podcast. So, um, it's only fair for me to have her on and, and get her viewpoints. Um, but today in this episode, we really want to talk about our story. um, And I think it's important because, you know, I've seen so many times and, you know, KK chime in, but I've seen so many times, especially over the past, you know, several years where marriage is kind of being shunned upon. People are looking at marriage in a different light nowadays, Um, you know, and I understand it. There are challenges. People are definitely short with everybody in their relationships. But, you know, most people just figure out rather be alone than be married or. Um, they don't want to be with somebody or or deal with other people's attitude and take on other people's problems, as, you, as people, some folks will say. So um, I felt it was important for us to come on, you know, to talk about our, our relationship, um, talk about our experience through marriage and just really encourage others who are married, thinking about getting married um, in the process of getting married, even those that are in the process of you know, talking through divorce. Um, you know, I think it's just important to, to, to you know, hear from people who have been ex- have some experience, and you know, the same with us. We've listened to different people with different experiences and their marriages, and it's helped us to grow. So, um, you know, KK, how how do you feel about you know marriages today? Just you know, we'll start there. You know, what's your your feeling about how marriage is being looked at in today's society?
1: um i would say in today's society it's probably i think people are quick to just give up on marriages um they don't want to put in the work i mean i've seen where you have individuals where you know they have challenges but they don't like to they they always like to point at the other person they always feel like there's nothing wrong with me it's you or whatever Mm -hmm. um And just with COVID, like I was telling you last year, you know, when COVID first happened, uh, I felt like if you don't make it through your marriage through this time, it's just, I don't know what you can do because you're sitting there looking at each other every day, especially the ones that were able to work from home. You're sitting up there looking at each other every day and, you know, especially if you have kids, your kids are around, you're working, you know, you're sitting there in the house, you can't go anywhere. So if you can't, if you couldn't survive during that time, I don't know what you could do. Um, I I would say in our marriage, one thing I will say is that um, I think I probably, I'm sure I probably mentioned this to you last year, but it's funny that you you and I were, you know, I had my back surgery in January, so I pretty much was already home before COVID happened anyways. But um, just during that time, you was able to come home and then the kids were home. All of us was there together. But me and you and and sitting at the dining room table working and Christian sitting there, I actually can say I didn't get tired of being around you. Um, I mean, of course there's times where, you know, I wanted a break in from, you know, just everyday life or work and everything. But I'll say that I didn't really get frustrated with being there with you. Every day, all day. I mean, it's still time that, we, you know, both of us are pretty sure that we want our own me time, but I didn't feel like, I'm tired of looking at you or whatever, because I mean, you did your thing, I did my thing, you know, I was on me, you was on calls or whatever, but it still, it almost felt like we were together, but we weren't together. Because, I mean, even though you were sitting across the table from me, we could go all day almost not really talking that much because we were so involved in our own work. So, I mean, I don't
0: know. I mean, I think you touched upon some key points. I think, you know, just starting back or going back to the whole piece about, you know, marriage and, you know, not wanting to work. I think that is one of the key things that people forget or they don't think about when they get married. They think about, you know, the wedding, the reception and, you know, the feeling of I got married and I went through all the ceremonies and all that stuff. But, you know, the work starts, starts after all that goes away, you know, after everybody has kind of moved on and they realize, okay, yeah, you got married, you know, that's great. And you open all the gifts and you go through all that stuff. It's like, okay, now it's the two of you building, um, you know, building from that point. And if your foundation was shaky from the beginning, you know, in terms of, why you got married you know the reasons why you got married if it wasn't something that was going to be sustainable you know like love and friendship and all that stuff then it's kind of hard for you to fight for something because what you were what you based your relationship off of wasn't really you know something that was stable enough to really build a foundation so or build from that foundation so um and then the pandemic was just a totally i mean that that Like you said, I think that really did challenge a lot of people because now you have to sit there and look at not only your spouse, but if you've got children, you know, you're you're within those four walls of the house and and having to deal with family, you know, drama or you know, just deal with things because everybody was handling it differently. Some people who are introverts, they're like, Okay, this is cool. I can sit at home and I don't have to be around people, so I'm good. I, I'm in my zone. And you got people, you know, like um, you know, like our daughter, Sanaa, you know, she's more of an extrovert. She likes to be around. I mean, she, she's kind of mixed. She likes to be around people, but she doesn't like to be around people. But, you know, I think we all just started feeling like the walls are closing in. And, you know, that's why we decided to take a quick little getaway and get it, you know, get it from around the house and, and just figure out different ways that we can do things safely. Um, but I
1: 100 100- She likes to be around people she's like she don't like to be around a lot of people especially people that she doesn't know so she pretty much gets that from me
0: but yeah I mean I think but I think you start to find out not just you know about our marriage but just around about our family you know um and it was good like you said sitting at the table um during that time I mean so for everybody to get kind of a visual you know it's myself I've got a laptop and two monitors. KK's got a laptop and two monitors. And she's sitting at, you know, one end of the table. Christian is sitting at the other end of the table. So at the heads of the table, Christian sitting at the other head of the table. He's got a laptop and a bunch of books. So that's kind of our dynamic for, you know, that was our dynamic for a good, you know, three to six months. We were sitting there, you know, until he got out of school. Um about I'll say three months until they got out of school. But you know, it was it, it was crazy because, yes, we were engulfed in our work, but no, we didn't get tired of being around each other. And there was times where we got up and, you know, if you had a meeting or you had a call you and I was on the call, you would go to the room or vice versa. I would get up and go to the room. We made it work. Um, I know that's something we were always wanting to do was be able to work from home, you know, or have the ability to work from home. And I've had the opportunity probably more so than you have until recently, you've been able to do it more. But I think during that time, you know, it it did show us a lot more about our marriage. And so to go back, you know, kind of take it back from the pandemic and just earlier on for us, you know, the work part to get to that place, you know, let's, let's talk about the work that it takes to really make a marriage happen. You you, you said something about, um, you know, you can't just look at the other person's faults. You got to look at the marriage and look at the relationship. Like, what are you bringing to the table? What are you doing to make things better? And really focus on being the best you in that relationship as possible. So, how how key is that? Because um, sometimes that's hard for people to take accountability in. You know what they bring or don't bring to the table in the relationship—that's good or bad. So, you know, what, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Um, I feel before we even get to that point, I think we need to take it back a little bit further of how long we've been together to even get to the point that we are now. Um, we met 1996 at Tennessee State University. We were good, good friends. You want me to give my version, or you gonna give your version?
0: I mean, it's somewhere in there. The truth is, is, you know, somewhere in there, there there is a truth. So, um, no, I mean, yeah, we can take it all the way back. But, yeah, you know, you can't just say we met at Tennessee State. We met at the best HBCU around, the best in the land, the Tennessee State University. Oh, of course. Big Blue Tigers. Um, The real blue. Big Blue Tigers. Um, So, yeah, we, we, we met there. In the summer of 96 so we just graduated high school um, and we both went to um, engineering summer programs kind of like a bridge program for uh, high school graduates who want to go into engineering Um, they had a summer scholarship program called ECI engineer concept engineering concept concepts institute Um, so yeah you can take it from there
1: oh okay so uh, like you said, we met in uh at TSU in summer program. But I don't know, did I see you the first day or not? I can't remember. But anyway, we yeah, we saw each
0: night. other. We we saw each other the first day because we had that icebreaker. So right, that right. that was that first night I saw you. I well, I was introduced to you by our friend Aisha. Um, and yeah, that's a whole different story. But go ahead.
1: So yeah, so we became friends. We were sure that we was pretty much good friends. We used to talk almost every night after we got done doing our homework for the night um after we came back to school in the fall in august i guess we stayed in contact we did we did have a class together freshman year uh what was that intro to engineering, intro to engineering. yeah yeah so we used to trip out or whatever and um
0: you know, you, she said what she we used to trip out she used to laugh and try to egg me on to do to say stupid stuff and crazy stuff so we I, I was like keeping her very amused in the class and she sat back there laughing the whole time
1: yeah that's pretty much when it was funny but
0: see anyway see throwing shots
1: <laughs> so uh so yeah we had a class together Eng- uh, intro and in engineering and uh we pretty much we were good friends i think we started probably liking each other a little bit at uh, ECI.
0: Well, I liked you from the beginning. I just, I, I liked you from the beginning, but, you know, I was just playing kind of. I, yeah, wanna, I wanna, No, I mean, I, I told you that even before I didn't I didn't tell you I liked you at the time. But later on, I told you I did like you. But, you know, I was trying to play it cool. And
1: he had him a little girlfriend back at home. And, you know, I guess I still was kind of I was going with my boyfriend, so we didn't totally break up yet
0: so but, she was uh, she was trying to have her college experience and i was trying to have mine i guess
1: <laughs> so yeah so we uh you know we were liking each other but yeah i i, I was going with someone at that time so you know i'm not a cheater so i didn't you know i couldn't get too close to you but you know we were we real were cool or whatever so <laughs> so right. anyways he um so freshman year, we, was pretty, we were pretty tight or whatever. Then I guess at that point, at the end of freshman year, I guess me and my boyfriend had broke up because he ended up leaving from down here. And um, Ricky used to go to his cousin's house every weekend. So I couldn't get him to come over and hang out or nothing. You know, he wanted to go with his cousin's CC in uh, Alvin's house or whatever, And um I guess I wasn't good enough in hang out with
0: on the weekend. Whatever. No, it wasn't that. It was just, I, I always had this thing that I love being around family. So with me, when I was down, when I was at home in Detroit, I was always around family. Like even with my friends, they would hang around me and my family. So, you know, when I was able to hang out with them, you know, I was hanging out with my younger cousins, um you know, Alvin and Ashley, and, and, you know, we did, it was kind of cool, you know, it was hanging out with them. And it wasn't, I didn't want to hang out with you. I think at the same time, I kind of understood that we both liked each other, but I wasn't ready to be in a relationship yet. And I thought that's where I was going. So I didn't want to give the impression of I'm hanging out with you. And this, we about to start like, you know, being in a relationship because it was, you know, we had talked, we had been talking for a, a minute on the phone. Like we would talk, like you said, every day, but I didn't want to go through that process of knowing and uh, going through that process of having to tell you, I didn't, you know, I can't be in a relationship with you. Um, so I was trying to avoid that in a way too. Um, and then one day you can, you, you told me how you felt and, you know, I told you that, you know I I told you I I wasn't ready. You know, I was honest and I said I wasn't ready at the time and I know that bothered you a bit. Um and, and, no, anyway, not
1: and really.
0: I it really it did. Good. KK KK I
1: was good.
0: You was good, but you stopped talking to me. You ain't like you used to. No, used to.
1: I didn't stop talking to you. We yes, still you talk. but no,
0: I no. no we I there we went we start having gaps in the time we talked it was like no, we talked no nah, it was it wasn't and it, it you, can tell, it was yeah, you yeah, can tell it was different yeah you can tell it was different but it wasn't every day it wasn't like you know hours and hours it was short conversations like hey how you doing and then you know it's like all right well I'm about to go you know and I'm like well dang I guess you know and well, I
1: mean, I, I mean what, what, it wasn't nothing else to talk about you didn't like me so
0: but see we I, were friends and that, that's what I was like we, we
1: were still friends but, but I just turned different. my feelings off
0: And so when you turned your feelings off, it was like, okay, I can't be cool to that degree we were at before, but it was cool. You know, I I understood, but I was, I was, I felt okay about it because I told you the truth and I would have rather been honest with you than being in a relationship that I wasn't ready to be in. And then we would have broken up and not been together. So I think God worked it out for us, uh, you know, because it came back around, you know, we both, you know, did our own thing for a couple of years. And then, you know, our junior year, we, you know, that summer of junior year or something like that, we, you know, reconnected again and started hanging out and, um, you know, officially started dating. So, you know, for me. I think it was a good, it was a good thing for me because I was more mature at that point in time. Um, I'm not saying I was fully mature, but I was more mature. You know, I knew that I always wanted to be married. You know, my, my family would tell you that even as a kid, I always wanted to be married and have kids. So that was never a question I wanted to, you know, and the person I was going to be with, you know, I was at a point earlier on as a man, which is uncommon, but, you know, everybody that I talked to were people that I wanted to really consider as, you know, somebody I could be with forever. Um, And you were always the one that I kept coming back to. So, you know, as I said, I knew you were the one I used to tell you, I had, I told you, I had a dream about us being together or i meet us sitting in my mom and my parents' kitchen. And, you know, we had just told that we were about to tell them that we were getting married or whatever, or engaged or something. Like I had little dreams like that. And that was like, right before we really started dating. So, you know, I always knew that it was something special um, and, you know, God allowed it to happen. So, that was the, that was the beginning of kind of, you know, where we got going. I mean, we were dating for what we dated for like two and a half years. Yeah. Well, we dated like two, yeah. Two and a half years, almost three years. Um, but we got engaged after about a year and a half. Yeah. About a year and a half we got engaged. Both of us were still in school. You were grad, you were in your graduating semester. Um, I still had a lot of year to go because I changed major. So that was different because I was getting all kind of, you sure you're ready to get married? You ain't even graduated college yet. You talking about getting married? So we had got engaged. And right before our wedding, we got a house. So we just had all this stuff going on. But, you know, the key we thing. We didn't
1: sleep together. Wait, wait, make sure we put that in there. We didn't sleep together in the house. We just had the house together before
0: we got married. It was like six months before we got married. <laughs> We slept in separate room and she lying we slept in the same room He tell the truth <laughs> I'm not about to sit here and lie yeah we we semi-shacked for six months uh but you know we did get married <laughs> what semi-shacked
1: either we shacked or we didn't
0: shack well we shacked for six months <laughs> uh but we did get we we had we already had wedding plans and you know it happened but we we did shack uh but The thing about our relationship in those beginning times, you know, and and the one thing, like I said, I was still trying to I'm still going through the maturation process. We both were. Um, But I know for me, I had this mindset of, you know, I am the man and, you know, I wanted to make sure I was doing my part. And KK was very big on, you know, we're a team. You know, she had graduated. She was an engineer. She working at Saturn. Uh, and that's now GM manufacturing, but she was at Saturn. Yeah. You know, she was making good money. I was still in school. I was working at a cable company, Comcast. I was, you know, on the phone doing tech support and moved up to supervisor, but I wasn't making a lot of money. I was making enough to pay some of the bills. Um, And my idea when we got, when we got married was, you know, we're going to get an apartment, you know, we'll save up, you know, I'll be working and, and making moves so I can move up to get into a better career. Then we'll get a house and have a family and this, that and the other. And KK was just like, it's not about that. You know, we're a team, you know, my money is your money we're, we'll pull our money together and, you know, we'll make it happen. Um, and, and I'm, and I appreciate that because, you know, even then she was ride or die about working together. It was always about teamwork. And I think that's key. It's one thing. I mean, she loved me. I knew she loved me, but she also understood that, you know, we've got to be a team to make this work. So, you know, some people have a great team chemistry, but they suck when it comes to just loving each other. Um, And I think that's something that we've been working to continuously get better at. But the first five years of our marriage was, it was rocky. Um, you know, because we were coming into our own as adults and, you know, we were still pretty young. And that first year of our marriage, you know, we were pregnant with our, with our child. So, you know, I tell the story that I went from graduating college to getting married, to being a father within about a 13 month period, you know? So for me, there was a lot of changes going on. Um, And I thank God that I.
1: During that time, you got to mention your mother was sick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She
1: had cancer. So we were dealing with a lot during that time.
0: Yeah. So I'm studying for finals. My mom's sick, trying to get, you know, making sure, you know, we're doing, you know, I was doing a little bit. You did most of the stuff for the wedding, but, you know, getting the wedding stuff together, you know, working full time job you know, so we can get the house. And then after we, you know, after I graduate then it's, you know, my mom, you know, was by that point, she was in remission uh, the first time. And, you know, and then Sanai was, you know, we had some, we were, you know, had Sanai within that first year of our, yeah. Right before our, our, our first year anniversary, we had Sanai like 10 days before that. So there was a lot of changes, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on and, You know, had it not been for God and having a strong foundation with with us as in our relationship, I don't know if we would have made that. Uh, And most people that I talk to, they tell you that the first five years of marriage, it is the the true test, Uh, you know, and, and I don't care how great people's marriages may seem on the outside. There are going to be some challenging times. Um, I I think a lot of people don't share that. They always talk about the great things. Oh, you guys match each other the way you dress or you guys are always, you know, you compliment each other so well. And I mean, we did that. uh, But we also knew, too, if we had challenges, we didn't let them linger on for a long time. But we also knew not to spread all of our stuff out in the public. Um, You know, when we had challenges. We tried to work them out. Some people knew about them. It was select people. And that was because, you know, we wanted them to know because we cared about their their guidance and thoughts about, you know, the situation. We knew they understood about marriages and they can help us. Um, And then you, you don't want any unnecessary warfare to deal with, you know, bringing certain people into your marriage. So that was another thing that I really respected, you know, about KK and just about how we are. You know, we don't just run off telling everybody our business, especially in our relationship. Because that can get messy, and 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 I've seen a lot of relationships get majorly damaged because of that. So, you know, that, that first five years was interesting, though. You know, two kids. We had our second kid within that time. So, I don't know. It might have been better for you. How was the first five years for you?
1: No, oh, no, they were they was it was rocky. I mean, we went through financial challenges. Uh, yeah. Just. Challenges of us, like you said, we were growing, we had to learn each other, learn each other ways. I mean, one thing that I know that you had to learn about me is you're the type of person that if we going through something, you want to nip it in the bud, let's talk about it right then. I'm the type of person like, no, give me time, give me space, let me think about it, you know, because I didn't want to say the wrong thing. Because my thing is always I need to calm down because if I say what I feel right at that moment, I'm going I know I'm gonna regret it. So instead of me have to regret what I said to you or to anybody else, just just let me step away and you know calm down and think about it and let's talk about it at that point.
0: So what she Uh, said is she don't have any filters and she needs to take time to prepare herself to say the right thing, or you will get the unfiltered version of what she wanted to say.
1: Hey, I'm being honest.
0: And so that's why I say sometimes, but, but sometimes, and I, and I did have to do that because again, I'm the type of person and not that KK likes drama. I'm the type of person where I can't sleep or function if there's drama in my household. That's the one thing that will keep me up. You know, I usually go to sleep pretty quickly, but if there's drama, that that's what worried me. Like I can't, I can't work. I can't focus on work or just anything if there's drama, especially in our marriage. You know, it it never sits right with me. And, you know, I I try to do what I can. And sometimes it is me being forceful and trying to control the situation instead of just letting things be what it needs to be and give it give her space. But, you know, I try my best to at least make sure I I apologize and and I don't just apologize to do it. I mean, I do apologize for my portion of you know whatever the discussion was that turned into you know an argument at the time um i make that clear you know if i felt i was wrong i will say i'm wrong um and kk will you know she'll say okay and then you know a few days later whatever a few weeks later we may address it again and usually it does come up at some point
1: why you had to go there a few days few weeks
0: I mean, it's it, it, me. it's funny. it it is it, It's it's sometimes it happens, and or, you know, but it, it does get addressed, and you know, we do talk about it, and you know, learn from it, and move on. I, and I think that's to me, that's what's key is that you know, we do talk about things. It's not to say that we're perfect, and, and I, I don't expect you know, she doesn't expect me to be perfect. I don't expect her to be perfect, but we continue to learn and grow together, and we're continuing to evolve even now, you know, we've been married for 19 years. We've been together for 22 years. And, you know, even through all of that, you know, we're still learning different things about each other and, you know, moving up, we're aging a bit, you know, our kids are in different seasons. So, you know, we're, you know, experiencing Now we got a kid going to college, you know, which is a mind boggling thing going through that whole process. So, um, you know all the emotions that come with that. You know now we've got two kids in the house. One's a sophomore going into a sophomore year of high school. One's a fifth grader. So, you know we're all over the place with a college student, a sophomore in high school, and a and a fifth grader, and trying to be all that we can for them, and then trying to find our our peace. You know for ourselves. You know um, having our our own me time but as, as well as our, our time together. And that's something that we both talk about, you know, constantly having a desire to do It's just me and me and you spend time together, whether it's just going out and, you know, just going out, hanging out. It can be just simple stuff of going to Walmart and getting groceries, but, you know, not the kids are a little older, you know, we can keep them at home, let them stay home by themselves. We can go out for the day and do something and not feel guilty about it. So that's a different place because uh, we haven't always been there. We're starting to get better at that I would say but
1: yeah I think we're getting better at it still have work to do on that yeah but we're getting better
0: yeah I would say we we've been over the years we've definitely seen where we have poured a lot of time into our kids and there's nothing wrong with that I think you know what I what I've always shared is and, and we both both of us talked about that we don't want to get to the place where we pour so much into our kids and we don't pour enough into each other that when our kids are gone and they're living the best life ever because we've uh, we've given them all the tools and poured so much into them that we look at each other and we're like, who are you? And, you know, we wind up, you know, going through a divorce after the kids are gone, you know, um, out of the house. And I was one of the things that I didn't want to do you know, and I've seen it happen, you know, in, in, in various places with different people in my lifetime where, you know, everything was about the kids and nothing was really focused on with the marriage. And, you know, that, that can make things grow cold in, in, in the, in that marriage, Um, marriage bed, just in marriage in general. So, and that's one of the things that I fear. And it's easy to get caught up in the kids. You know, you want to see them do well. And, you know, our kids are involved in sports and different things, academics and all that. We want to see them succeed, you know, and it's almost to our detriment in a way that, you know, we, we try to make sure that we do everything we can. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, you got to find that healthy balance of saying, OK, you guys are old enough to figure some of this stuff out on your own we're going to go over here and do our thing. And, you know, we'll come back to you if you need help. So I know that's been a challenge. Uh, I would say that's probably one of the biggest challenges now with us is probably just dating. Um, so let's talk about the dating part because it is important that you should still date in, in a marriage. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, very important. You should date in a marriage. I mean, I feel like, I mean, you talked about this before, but I mean, especially when you've been married for as long as we have, you definitely need to date because you get an opportunity to just get away from your kids. But I mean, when you date, it leads to other things. It's just not about spending time, but it's about helping with the intimacy part of it. You know, I feel like sometimes when you don't date, you can lose that aspect of it, you know, because you feel like, how can I say this? I don't know. I just feel like when you don't date, you just it, it gets to the point where you're just roommates. Roommates, at, yeah. You know, you're just roommates at times, you and know? I, So I think it's very important that you date when you're yeah. married and especially married for years.
0: Yeah, and I think people lose, you know, you a lot of times with just because what well, we mentioned a lot of stuff with family and just life in general you know you forget those things of why you fell in love with your with your spouse you know how they caught your eye you know it's like sometimes we take for granted you know getting up and just going putting on something nice and going somewhere even if it's just walking around to look at houses or just going windows doing window shopping just doing something together where you're not especially now in this pandemic world <laughs> where you know, everybody is at home in pajamas and shorts all day and just, you know, looking plain, you know, uh, it's OK to fix yourself up, you know, get your get your hair cut, your hair done, you know, look good, you know, every once in a while for your spouse and and let them see like, hey, you know, I still care about how I look for you. You know, if not, you should do it for yourself. But, you know, definitely. You want to keep things interesting, keep things spicy, and it's hard to do that if you're just doing everything for the kids and sitting around. And we've we've had some, you know, some real real heart to hearts about that because there there have been times, you know, where it's like, man, we just felt like roommates, and it's not any one of our. It's never been like it's one of our faults. Is we? It's both. It's on both of us. We just after doing all that we do between work and our kids. When it comes down to just any free time, you know, we were just, you know, either taking care of things around the house or just trying to relax a little bit here and there. And you do that, you know, you do that a little bit and then it turns into a lot. And the next thing you know, you've got gaps in time, you know, in between, you know, the last time you went on a date and, the, and, you know, the, and the time you need to do a date. And, you know, is there a certain frequency? You know, I think it's up to the couple. Um, you know budget is up to the couple i mean i think it, you need to do something doesn't have to be you know taking uh, extravagant trips around the country you know it, it is about you know it can be going out to dinner you know it can be going like i said going to a park and just sitting around you know going to a vineyard and just chilling listening to some music um no there's there's I mean, different this, things
1: this is just, this, this, i mean you can just do different things you can do like one of my things was. It doesn't have to be something big. It can be something. Just put some thought into it. It can be us just going and sit in the backyard and being creative and having a picnic. You know.
0: You don't like being outside, though.
1: Well, you know, I I I do that just for you.
0: No, but what I got (laughs) what you said. I mean, but yeah, I think and that that was that used to be my thing. You know, my thing was. We're going to do something. We're going to do it big, you know, and just so y'all know, KK is very much a numbers person. Um, she is, you know, she and she's good at it when it comes to crunching numbers, when it's looking at the bottom line, you know, she is she's the CFO for our family. And, you know, I say that probably because she has a gift in it. You know, it's not that I mean, she's taught me so much. Um, but I say all that to say when it comes down to the finances and things, you know, mm-hmm. She gets on me because it's like, well, you don't have to go spend this to to do something nice. And I'm the type of person where I'm like, you know, like I just got we're going to be good. I'm going to go get this. And, you know, I want to take you to get something nice or do this and that and go spend a couple hundred dollars on a nice dinner and this and that. Heck, like well, we ain't gotta do all that. I'm like, but I'm so simple, it
1: don't take all that.
0: She she says she's simple, but my she is and not in a bad way, she's simple, but I like to show her that you mean much more to me than just the simple things. So it's not that I don't hear what you're saying, but it's also like you deserve to have the best. And I think sometimes she downplays that she deserves to have the best. Because she'll look at what's in our account and what she desires to have in our account and think like, well, I can't have the best right now. And I'm like, no, we we've always been good. God has continued to bless us. So that just gets into a whole different conversation. And and I've got to the place now, you know, as I've gotten older and just realized things, I'm like, you know what? You know, God blessed us to be able to take care of each other. I get the small things. But, you know, if I see something I want to get for her, I'm going to get it you know but
1: it don't take but my thing is it it's the thought
0: it, it is can, i agree
1: you it could be multiple small things yes that but that you're creative with it that to me is much is this better than like this big old gift that costs 500 or a thousand dollars
0: and that's your nothing. thing that's a drop I'm in the
1: bucket just, okay baller. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, that's how you are. If you're you, not spending in the hundreds or the thousands, whatever you like, man, I ain't going to do nothing right now because I can't spend all this money. But I'm like, it don't take all that. It can take you buy me a nice shirt that you seen that I like. I'm like, you just thought about me.
0: So if I get you a $2 shirt that says wifey on it and get that to you, you hey, okay with it
1: hey it's the thought they count if you went to the store you're like oh, i think this is a nice shirt i thought you'll like this i like, oh, okay that's you thought about me and that's what i'm saying i'm simple it's just a fact to show that you thought about the person
0: that's why every time i go to the store i see some boston baked beans or some twizzlers licorice i'll be like i'm gonna grab that for KK.
1: and i appreciate that
0: you know <laughs> you get mad at me like you know i'm trying to watch my weight don't be bringing it home but you eat it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Out>. <laughs> you definitely need it, but yeah I mean I, I and I think again, you know, for people it, it, you you gotta do what you gotta do with regardless of a budget you know if if money is a thing there there are a ton of free things to do, and yes, you do have to be creative and yes, there have been times where I've gotten on Google and looked up stuff, you know, like what to do, especially around Nashville. I mean, being the, us being in Tennessee in the Nashville area because it's growing so much. There's so many new things that are out there that are, you know, no free to very low cost to do. Um, you know, you just try to take advantage of it. I mean, instead of going to fancy restaurants like I've cooked her, just meals at home, like nice meals with no kids, and you know, I think they've turned out pretty good. Um, I don't know what
1: you a pretty good cook, you
0: know. I keep you. I try. I try. I like cooking, so I don't no. mind. You,
1: you can cook. Ricky uh, can cook,
0: y'all. Ricky's a great cook. Oh, my. KK can cook, too. I think KK can cook, I think, her her thing. And she'll tell you she just don't like doing the prep. You know, if, she, like if she can. She ain't trying to cut and measure and do all that mm-hmm. stuff. Just give her all the ingredients and she'll put it together. But she knows how to cook. Um, She's been taught by some of the best. So, she I'll knows measure.
1: i just don't like cutting up stuff i don't like all that if you can just cut the stuff up for me i cook
0: especially onion she like she just come in the room oh, yeah. with the onion. like here can you cut this for me I'm like all right <laughs> i usually already know she gonna ask me to cut the onion even in the food processor she don't want to cut slice it up and put in the food processor because she just don't like cutting in general so
1: my eye no it burns my eyes my eyes are precious
0: yes they are precious you have precious eyes <laughs> But, uh, I mean, it, it, the reason why we can sit here and talk about this because we pay attention to each other and we put time into it. I mean, that is that you hear that anything worth having, you know, you got to fight for. You got to spend time in doing so. Um, and I think, you know, nowadays, you know, they used to call our generation the microwave generation. And now this generation is like hyper, you know, hyper sensitive to every little thing. So you know, once somebody makes you mad, it's like, all right, I'm about to go to the next person. I'm gonna go to the next person. I'm gonna go to the next person without staying there and trying to fight through something. It's like, there's not a lot of patience, um, with things, or there's not a lot of work done in the beginning to make sure that that's the person that you really want to be with. You know, we didn't just rush into this. We had, you know, years of friendship, you know, we had, you know, years of talking about, what we wanted to do in life you know knowing what each other's goals and desires were uh, i guarantee you kk was not going to be with me if i just said you know i wanted to work and be a gym teacher And i'm not saying that there's something wrong with being a p teacher there's nothing wrong with that but for her those are not her goals so if i would have presented that to her in the beginning you know we may not have been together or she would have been trying to encourage me to do a little something more not that she wanted my money, because that's the thing. That's the thing I loved about her. KK was very independent. Her mama taught her to be very independent, uh, especially after her daddy died. Her mom, you know, showed told her like you know how to take care of her credit, you know, save her money, spend it wisely, and and that's why she is the way she is today. Uh, which I'm glad because, you know, if it wasn't for her, you know, she helped me get good credit. My credit, it wasn't that I didn't have good, I didn't have credit. um, And just understanding how to, you know, stay on top of paying bills and credit cards and stuff like that. Like, she was like, she's like a robot when it comes to that stuff. She just can do it in her sleep. So um, she helped me. I mean, the reason why I got over 800 credit score now is because I had somebody helping to show me that. And, and that person is my wife. So, um, you know, she's just very good at that stuff. So she was independent. She had her own money. You know she she bought herself you know she was interned in that Saturn and she was taking that money and paying for her apartment for the year you know budgeting got her a car before she graduated and used the money that she made to pay for that for you know for a year put her money aside i mean she was just very good with money so she always had that part and it was no it was no problem for her and and balancing budgets and things like that so um, you know, that's why I said, you know, just knowing her, she was, she didn't need me. She, she wasn't with me because she thought I had some money or she thought I was going to do this. You know, she was like, nah, I got my own. Like she was truly independent. And, um, you know, that's why I said, I respected that because I knew if she liked me, she liked me for me. It wasn't about what I had. It wasn't like, I was just this rich person back then. Or I had a lot of money. I came from a good family. My parents worked hard and they gave me the best that that they can give me. And I'm appreciative of that. And, and so that's why I think our families got along. That's why I think we got along because we had similar, similar backgrounds, Um, you know, both being from same areas in Michigan, she's from Flint, I'm from Detroit and just, you know, having that same kind of common, um, you know, background. I think that helped us too to talk about things, and then obviously, you know, being able to see each other when we came home and spend time with each other's family. So we we developed a bond, you know, beyond just the two of us, um, you know, earlier on. So I think all those things are important. You know, um, I don't know what else. This is something in
1: that I needed you. We compliment yeah. each other very well.
0: We did. We we do. We still do. We do compliment each other well because there's. There's things that I do like I don't mind public speaking, you know. KK is good okay. at it. KK, KK is good. Yeah. She she says she's not, but when she does it, she speaks with passion, <laughs> and people gravitate to her when she does that, you know. And she 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 always downplays that, but. She is I told,
1: I always say they just do it because they're not used to me doing it. Nah, no, they, they, they feel they feel this is this is your gift. It's not mine.
0: And see, I don't even see. I, I guess it. I don't see it as a gift, but I receive it, you know, but KK is good at it. I, I, I try to encourage her to do that because I know that she's got a story. She's got a message. And then just, you know, the knowledge that she has about, you know, budgeting and things like that she's just good at it and i know she can help people and when she's when she's in her element you know she she flows with it so um you know and that, that's the, that's what i would say about each other we see the gifts that we have and we encourage each other with that um you know kk stays on my butt about stuff you know when i'm glad she keeps me on my toes and some you gotta have that you know um you know we don't let each other get just content about things we we push each other we support each other you know mentally physically spiritually financially you know we invest in each other um you know i know it sounds crazy we say invest in each other but you know we do i mean we all of our money is basically together you know we've got some things that are out there but we take time to invest in in certain things that we want to do this podcast equipment that i have now I got because KK invested in me for Father's Day and said, I want to get you this. You know, um, you know, she's she's done different things like that. I've helped her, you know, with some stuff, you know, just like you know, she wanted to wait because she's in this budgeting thing, and like I don't want to spend this money now. I'm like, no, you 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 need to go ahead and do this. I'm investing you in that. So we we look out for each other in different ways and that's the other good part about it you know when that's the teamwork that comes into it you know we love each other enough we want to see each other succeed um and that's part of being a true friend you know a true a true um you know true couple and you know we're trying to show our kids that as well as that as they as they continue to get older and you know, we want them to see what a healthy marriage should be, you know, a healthy marriage doesn't mean it's perfect, you know, but it's being able to talk through your problems. Um, and and then from there be able to take that, you know, and carry that into every relationship. You know, if you can talk out your situation, you know, that'll solve a lot of issues that happen within a marriage or within family relationships, within, you know, professional relationships, it just, it's, it's healthier. Um, so, anything on that, KK?
1: No, I pretty much agree with everything you said. I mean, for the as a kid. Oh, it's funny.
0: <laughs> you agreeing with I, me? Okay. No, I'm just
1: playing. I always agree with you. I'm just playing. I may not tell you. I agree with you on my mind.
0: Mm. <laughs> See, I, I don't even, I just assume I'm wrong.
1: No, not all
0: the time, just sometimes. <laughs> so I get a little glimmer of hope in there. So man, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. But, um, but yeah, you know, I think, I think with us, you know, say we talked about, kind of touched upon a pandemic, but, you know, just kind of fast forward into where we are today, you know, yeah. It, it, for us to be able to move into what we're trying to, what we're believing to move into as a couple, as relates to businesses and, you know, just this next phase of our life, you know, having that foundation earlier on in our relationship to be able to go through the challenges that the world has seen from this pandemic. You know, uh, the other part is us being, um, you know, rooted in our faith, you know, having God as a part of our relationship is, is very key. Um, to making it through all of the years that we've been together and even through the, the challenges like, you know, a pandemic or something like um, just something like that. Um, I think that has also kept us moving at the place that we need to be moving to um, and, and being able to come back together and realize that, you know, it's not about me being right. It's not about you being right. You know, God, you know, God put us together for a reason, there is a path for us. We can continue to move forward if we just put our egos aside and work together in love first, and then work together as a team to make sure that, you know, we're sticking to that vision. And sometimes, again, we get curveballs thrown at us, life happens. Um, but I will say that we recover pretty well. Um, and we've got we've got a ton of great testimonies that, you know, we'll be sharing. I mean, this won't be the, the, the last time you hear uh, the beautiful melo- melodic voice of Cassandra Thomas. Oh, please. So she, she will, she will be back on here at different points in time. Um, like I said, she's got a lot of knowledge and I'm sure there's a lot of things that, that, you know, we can, we will talk about just as how we, you know, how we bounce things off in our family. But, you know, this is this is us. You know, we are 19 years in this marriage, um, three beautiful kids, you know, buying real estate, you know, buying, you know, working on starting different streams, different businesses. Um, you know, we, we, we definitely make mistakes consi- consistently trying to be better mentally, physically, spiritually, financially as individuals um, and, you know, and as a couple. And I think it's important. And I think that's one of the things that we definitely do is we try to be individually better for each other. Um, not just, I mean, we, we, we definitely want to be better for ourselves because you have to love yourself. It's hard to love somebody else if you can't love yourself. And I think we, we definitely do that, but we also work to be better for each other and better for our family. And the, the decisions that we make, we always think about our family um, and we keep our family first, and they, you know, we keep God first, but then we also look at our family, so I think that is very important. you know, we keep a good order, you know, with God, me and you, and then our kids. um, I think we do a good job at that, um especially now as we're getting older, you know the kids, I think we've we've gotten to the place where we're like, okay, they we got one that's driving, one that's about to drive. We feel pretty good about you know leaving them at home and going do stuff we want to go do. And they even look at us sometimes like you, you're not taking us, like no, y'all can stay home by yourselves. <laughs> yeah, all right. You know, yeah. I think that freaks them out sometimes. They're like, Y'all actually gonna leave us home, but you know, we, we we trust them. We 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 are in a position to do that now that they're older. So it gives us time to just go away for a few hours and then not tell them where we're going and let them figure it out. Yeah.
1: I think if the boys are worse than tonight, she's at the point where she's trying to. Date. so she encouraged us to leave just because she know when it's time for her she want to go somewhere that we don't say anything to her but yeah I think it's, it's it's like I said before it's important that you do date you know you leave home and it's okay to leave the kids at home because at one point we were we was always scared to do that not only that we were scared but we felt guilty like man, we're not gonna take them with us. We're not gonna take them to dinner with us. We're not gonna do this. But now it's to the point like, oh, they'll be all right. You know, they'll survive. They better find something in that refrigerator to eat.
0: Well, yeah, because I mean, they'll go out with their friends and their friends' family, and they'll be gone and having a time of their life. And we sitting at home like, nah, we don't want to go do this without them. Like, no, nah, we didn't. We we've definitely changed uh, in, in a good way. Uh, we, we don't feel, and another part, another thing, I guess with us, we, we did, and we probably should have done more. We, we have a good support system around us. We've always had people that probably would, wouldn't have had a problem watching our kids for us to go out on dates. We just had this thing about just respecting people's time and not wanting to ask people to, to mm-hmm. watch our kids. Cause we didn't want to feel like we were a, you know, we were just dumping our kids off for us to go party and
1: oh. Or just we was bothering people or just being a burden of asking people to watch our kids.
0: Yeah. And we had, we, we had plenty of family around. Um, It was just one of those things where it was like, I don't want to, you know, we, we did, we felt guilty. And, you know, the times that they did do it, they were like, anytime, you know, people say anytime we're like, we don't want to abuse that. But our anytime, you know, we were like once a year, we were like, Hey, can you watch, Mm -hmm. (laughs) can you watch the kids? Or, you know, we would try to find like, You know, one of their friends that we were cool with their parents, and you know, we'll have the kids divided up. You know, want to go here, want to go there, want to go, you know, somewhere else. You know, so they can enjoy themselves and this, that, and the other. Because we was like, we don't want to send three kids over somebody's house. You know, that's a lot to do. And you know, we didn't care. We would always send them places and make sure they had a bunch of have money for them. And people like, you don't have to send money for them. Like, we just that was just how we were. That's how we were wired up. Um, and I know it, it wasn't because we didn't have it. It was just, it was just us. Um, but as we started getting older and Sinai and, you know, Sinai was older and, you know, she was a, like, she felt comfortable staying at home. We wouldn't stay out all you know, like overnight, but you know, of course to leave them at home for a few hours for us to go do stuff. I think for us, we started feel, feeling more comfortable because after a while they didn't care. It was like, yeah, you can leave us at home by ourselves. And you know, we were giving them strict rules and everything, but, you know, it was, you know, it was, it was just part of the process. And now, you know, that they're older and we're looking like, we're excited. We're like, look, we got a kid that's driving. She can go take, you know, so-and-so over there. She can do this. She can do that. You know, Um, now she's about to go to school. We got another one that's about to start driving. So we'll get Trey ready to drive and, you know, he can take Christian to where he got to go. So. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll do what our parents did to us. You know, you get it. You're excited when you first got your car, or first got a license and was able to drive. And you was willing to drive everywhere. And after a while, it was like you tired of driving because you want to chill. And you got to take your little sibling, you know, somewhere to practice or wherever to school. And they like they tired of doing it. So we get to pass that on our kids. Thank God I
1: didn't have to deal with that. Oh, yeah. You're the youngest. I'm
0: the youngest, though. So
1: yeah. I got to drive myself to work. That's it
0: yeah you you were fortunate i i had my, my older sister shani she was off in school and you know i started driving and i i was trying to take my young our younger siblings around and that was it was cool at first like i said i had because i didn't have a car of my own so it was it was like okay well yeah i take her around but after a while it's like man i don't feel like driving over here i wanted to go here or you know I, i'm at home chilling i don't feel like going waking up in the morning and taking him to practice and doing that but that was the that was the rules if you want to drive and that's just you know this is how you had to do it my parents were like we're going to work we're going to do this y'all gonna take your brother and sister around i'm like all right so you got lucky being the baby the spoil, the spoiled baby i was not spoiled yeah you were
1: spoiled
0: but it's all good well, is there anything else you wanna you wanna touch upon on this episode? I, I know we got a lot more that we wanna touch. We're gonna specific things we wanna touch about, but I figured this would be kind of a good start, a good introduction into those that don't know. You know, just a little bit about our marriage and how we met, and just you know some of the key points that uh, key things that we've done. You know, throughout our marriage so far, just to keep things going. Um did i leave off anything that you can think of
1: um not that i can think of right now but one thing i will say that um in a marriage you know when you having challenges you when you praying, like if you pray to god if you have challenges it's, it's very important to pray first of all mm, yes but it's not always praying for that or whatever to change or you know do better in the things that you didn't like sometimes you have to sit back and you know pray and ask god to change you you know because i'm, I'm just gonna admit i'm not perfect you know i know there's some things that i probably i know i've done the wrong in the marriage i know there's still some things that i can do better okay, okay you are day. perfect
0: you are perfect
1: i'm not perfect <laughs>
0: You are perfect. We're perfect.
1: We're, we're perfect for each other, but I'm not. perfect. Oh,
0: that was a sweet, nice little response. That sounded real good.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. So, I mean, there was many times that, you know, at first I, I, I would admit I used to pray, you know, and say, God, can you change Ricky so he can stop doing A, B and C? But then I had to sit back and reflect and look wait. At I had myself. a I had
0: a, a B and C that you was praying for
1: a d e and f a g and g and too
0: okay i should have stopped <laughs> at a b and c then right.
1: But yeah but you know so i had to get to the point where you know i had to sit back and reflect and say you know wait wait a minute you're not perfect what are some things that you can change that can make you a better wife to make him want to be a better husband in these different things in these different areas yeah so i would say that that that's what i mean before we um get off but I would say, if anyone's listening, if you're having any challenges in your marriage home, that's one area you can look at, one thing you can look at doing.
0: That's a good point. Uh, and, and that's something that I don't think I learned until, you know, a little bit later on in the marriage, was, you know, it's easy to point out somebody else's faults or what you think are their faults. You know, and when you spend all your time, you know, fault finding in others, you don't take any time to look inside yourself and see, am I the person that I'm supposed to be? For God, am I the am I the, you know, for me, it was, am I the am I the got the person that God created me to be? Am I the husband that I was created to be? Am, am I being the husband that I need to be for KK? And you know, the other part is am I being the father that I was created to be for Sinatra and Christian? So it's a different mindset. You know, and I think that's part of, you know, maturing. That's part of the whole maturation process is looking at yourself and saying, okay, I can't keep pointing the finger and being the victim and everything. I have to look at it and say, what Mm -hmm. can I do? So my my prayer was God make me to be, you know, the best that I can be, you know, because and I I tell I told KK this, I said, look, if we get divorced, you know, it ain't gonna be because of me. You know, and I know that sounds bad, but it's like I'm going to do everything I can to be the better, the best per, not the better person, be the best person for this relationship, for you, the person I was created to be. So if it fails, at least I know that I've tried to be the best that I can be, you know, and I'm not saying that every, I'm always successful at all times. But if I keep that mentality, I keep that mindset, I will continue to get better. And that's the key is you continue to get better and wanting to get better. Cause once you give up, like I can't get any better than this, they're just gonna have to take me as I am, you know, then you've cut off your ability to grow. Cause you just say, This is all I this is who I am. You know, you can always grow, you can always learn if you choose to. You know, so people,
1: basically saying if we got divorced, it'd be my fault.
0: Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> no, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just playing, but I, I'm just saying it, it It would be, you know, you know, and I see it in KK knows I don't even like talking about divorce. Like I'll be like, you know, she'll make, she'll be, we'll be talking hypotheticals and be like, you know, well, what if I got, what if we got divorced and did blah, blah, blah in this situation? I'm like, but well, we're not going to get divorced. She's like, I know, but, <laughs> but still what if I'm like, I don't even want to talk about that. You know, cause I don't, I got, I didn't get married to get divorced. I didn't get married. You know, I mean, well, I say some people don't. Some people think about getting divorced and they're like, well, I'll try it out for a few years and see what happens. Like my whole mindset was I'm getting married one time, you know, and I'm going to make the one time count. Am I going to be perfect in that? No, but I'm going to do this and try to be the best that I can be. Um, and I don't believe in, I just don't believe in it. Now, are there reasons for it? Sure. What does it happen? Yeah. Am I trying to be one of the people that, that is part of that statistic? No. Um, And I think you have the same, you know, you, I know you have the same mindset with that, you know, I don't want to fail at this, you know, but at the same time, we saw, we always talk about we're not staying married just for the kids. And that's, that's a hard pill for some people to swallow that, you know, some people do just stay married for the kids And that's what happens when the kids are grown and they're out of the house and they're on their own doing their own thing. Then you start seeing all these people who've been together for all this time. Obviously, you see all these folks getting divorced and you're like, what happened? And, you know, they say, well, we just kind of kept the family together for the kids. You know, I didn't get married. I I got married. We got married before we had kids. The kids came from our marriage, you know, and I know every situation isn't like that. Some people have kids prior to. And so they already kind of have certain things established. I got married because I wanted to get married to you. You I found a wife. I wanted to get married to her first and foremost. You know, the kids were a product of that. You know, they are not the cause of that. So, you know, when the kids are gone, the the reason why I got married is still there. You know, the question is, did I cultivate that? Did I make sure that it's still going? Did we work together? And did I do my part? Because if I did, then when the kids are gone we would still enjoy spending time with each other, you know, and when we do get a chance to spend time with each other, you know, we stay busy, but when we get a chance to spend time, we enjoy ourselves, you know, sometimes it does take us to get away, you know, from our, I mean, we've taken just day trip, we've gone to hotels and just spent the night just to get away in the same city, you know, or, you know, a city over, but, you know we'll try to figure out certain ways just to do things, and the kids are like, Where'd y'all go? Did y'all go out of town, this, that, other. Like, no, nah, we was right around the corner, y'all just didn't know. <laughs> um, but you know, those are those are the things, and that's why I say with marriage, you know, it's 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 just it's about really putting in the work. You know, if you put in the work, you will have just like anything, you know, if you put in the work, you will be successful if you're truly passionate about it, but you gotta want it. It's not about just the idea of being married. Some people just had an idea of being married. Like, oh, I just like to be married because I'm around other people that were married and I want to be married because of them, you know, because it looks like it's cool to do or, you know, I don't want to be alone. So I'm going to get married. You know, that's not a reason to get married. You know, you get married because you can you can't see yourself being without that person. You know, you know, if you if you can if you can see yourself like I can't see myself being with that person, you know, or. I don't think it's going to work, but they're cool to be around right now. Then you're wasting your time. You know, you, you know, when it's the right person, you know, when you're ready to get married and some people, that's why they wait until they get later on in life to get married because they, they like to be out, you know, being playing the field and, you know, having certain freedoms that come with being single and that's okay, you know, but there's no need to rush into marriage. But when you make that decision, just make sure that, you know, that is what you want. You prayed about it. You know, you heard God on it, you know, and you make sure that that person is somebody that you can, that you can be with, you know, not just about the physical stuff, um, because the physical stuff changes, Mm -hmm. you know, at the, at the end of the day is, you know, when, when it's all said and done, you know, gravity takes over, you get a little, people start picking up a little weight here and there. They, They don't look the same. They don't, you know move quite the same you know everything ain't in the same place as it was when you first met but you know if you have a true love for that person that was that has a strong you got a strong foundation all that stuff don't matter you know they still look the same to you today that they did when y'all first met you know however many years ago that's what i tell keke all the time like She was like, I'm getting old. I'm like, no, you're not. You look the same way to me, you know? And she's like, no, I don't look at this picture. I'm like, you still look the same to me because that's how I see you. I don't see you as, you know, as you see yourself because again, most people are their own worst critics, you know, and I'm the same way, you know, I don't look at myself and be like, oh, you know, I look the same, you know, I don't look as old as, you know, some other people that I know that's our age that have gone through life, but, you know, I think I've aged pretty decently, but you know, I know I ain't the same looking person, Um you know, but at the same time, I, I know that, you know, you look good, you know, to me. And, you know, as long as we still have that going, you know, we'll be fine. So, you know, it's just that, that, Aww, that, that, that you're m- sweet. You're so I try, sweet. I try to be, I do, I try to be, I'm trying to build up some brownie points. So, <laughs> fellas, I'm telling you, the brownie points work. You better get them while you can build them up. They will come in handy. Trust me. And then you'll be able to tap that grace. We'll have another, we'll have another podcast about tapping the grace because there is a grace to be tapped in your marriage. You can do some research on that, but um, anyway, so uh, KK, I'm I'm so glad that you joined. Uh, I appreciate, you know, you sharing. I know that Speaking like this isn't really your forte. But again, Mm -hmm. you did well. Um, And Mm -hmm. y'all will be hearing more from her on our on this podcast. Um, um, You know, I'm I'm trying to get her to do a different podcast with me later on. So we'll, we'll see how that goes um we'll 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 share some more information about that later but she'll be back on the airflow podcast again um you know just to share some insights um she's she's got a lot of stuff that she's cooking up on her own um and kk is in her in her own right mind like everybody that i bring on here they got inspirational stories to share you know and they've got knowledge to share and i'm gonna have her share some some tidbits about you know some little tips and tricks about budgeting Um, and at some point, you know, she'll be, she'll be kicking off her business venture. Um, so that'll be coming soon. We'll we'll talk about that later, but, you know, I want her to share because part of this airflow podcast is also sharing tips and tricks, uh, to help you live the best life possible. Um, and some of those things are around finances, you know, you, you have to be healthy, you know, spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially, and those financial tips will be important to help you, especially in relationships, because there's two ways that I know for us that the enemy attacks us. One way is through our finances. And that's usually where KK gets attacked the most. And the other is through, you know, us as our the people, you know, family, you know, just different things with the family. And that gets to me when people mess with my family. So, you know, Knowing those things, you know, finances, financial problems are a key cause to marriage failures. Um, and this little basic thing that that I've seen KK establish in our household, that have helped us to be so much better, you know, in a better state financially. And then, you know, we've learned and grown and now, you know, I'm picking up some things. So I have an understanding for certain pieces and certain parts of the financial thing and understanding what my responsibility is. It wasn't just, okay, you go out and make money, you know, because we both make good money. It was understanding, you know, the, the, you know, the ripple effect. If you go out and make certain purchases during this time and this time of the month, you know, be careful of doing this and just understanding really how our finances flow. It was important. So, you know, I, I will tell you, she knows what she's talking about. Um, you know, you know, God has blessed her with a great mind. You know, we're so we're givers, you know, we, we definitely are givers. And so that has helped us to continue to increase. But, the way KK has been able to help us balance and, and budget our finances, it, it allowed us to be good stewards so God can trust us with what He's given us. Um, so we're kind of the yin and yang in a way. You know, I'm the hey, let's go out there and spend the money. You know, God is gonna give it back to us. She's like, okay, we can do that, but you know, let's look at this and this and this. So she keeps me, she keeps me in line. She she does, she keeps me in line, but you know, she also believes in, you know, giving. She she definitely does that. And, you know, it's funny because sometimes I like to watch her go into her giving mode. And, you know, sometimes I sit back and I just say, okay, God, I'm going to let you tell her. I want her to see what that seed should be. And she, she every time God gives her the number, and it's like the same thing I was thinking. So mm-hmm. I know I know we're in tune with each other. Um, I know spiritually we're in tune with each other. And there's times where I, I, you know, she's said some things, you know, about money. And I'm just like, okay, you know, and I go with it, you know, because I trust her. And I think that trust is what we have in each other. You know, she trusts me. I trust her. And we let each other flow in what we're gifted in. And that's what works. You know, I don't step on her toes and tell her, how to do the things she's gifted. in. I just offer suggestions and say, hey, you might want to do this because you're good at this. And she does the same thing with me. So um, anyway, I can sit here and talk on and on about how good she is. Um, but I'm definitely thankful for you coming out to talk to our Airflow podcast listeners. Uh, we will have you back on. She will return. Um, we'll, we'll make sure you guys know about that. Uh, but I'm definitely grateful for you. Appreciate your time. Uh, is there anything else you want to leave us with? You want to sing or rap or dance or something? But well, no, I can't see it. They, I
1: don't think they want me to sing. They might not come back.
0: Oh no! You have a beautiful voice. You sing like an angel.
1: Are oh, you can tell
0: them to see it?
1: No, but, thank you for having me. I feel honored to be have this opportunity to come on your podcast
0: whatever whatever you you know if i wouldn't have had you on this podcast i would have got cut no
1: nah, he was like you didn't
0: have you didn't have chef gerard on here you talking to all these other people like i'm supposed to be on the show
1: no nah, this your thing i'll let nah. you roll with it i nah. just give you give you uh different advice or different people to have on there just suggestions but not nah, it's your
0: thing You roll she, with it. she didn't she didn't you're, tell me that nah, she you're didn't good tell at me that, it y'all she, I appreciate that. Yeah, she didn't tell me. I'm just messing around. But, um, uh, but I told her. I said, "No, you're gonna be guest hosting on this sometimes. So don't don't think you you you're just gonna be playing around, laying in the back, and just sharing and being in the, in the dark. You're gonna be a part of this. So
1: okay, uh, I'm behind the scenes person. I can push record and stop and edit whatever you need me to do. But
0: well, you're technically still behind the scenes because you're not on <laughs> camera. So <laughs> you just lending your voice and your your mind and your talents to to share with the people so uh again we appreciate you um I thank you for joining me uh not just in the podcast but you know joining me in this journey of life and i look forward to other episodes with you on here and just you know what we've got going on in the future so i appreciate you love you and uh thank you again i love you too well everybody Thank you again for joining us for this episode of the Airflow Podcast. I want to give a big shout out to my beautiful wife, Cassandra, for joining me as a host on this episode. I pray that uh, those that have listened, uh, learned a little bit, I hope that you gathered some information about marriages and what it takes to, you know, what it took for us to make it 19 years, Um, you know, and we've been around several marriages where you know people have been married longer shorter and you know the one thing that they say is that they continue to fight for each other no matter what they fight for each other and you know obviously for us you know it's keeping God first and making sure that God is first in our personal lives and in our marriage Um, and that that has been an important thing so you know I thank my wife for joining I thank her for her transparency Um, and, and again I hope that you know, that transparency with, with our relationship is going to continue to help those who are challenging or questioning marriage or just trying to figure out if it's what they wanted, what you want to do. Um, you know, and I'm an advocate for marriage. I've always been, I always wanted to be married and have a family, but the key point is I wanted to be married before I wanted to be a father. Um, and that was a choice I made. And sometimes it doesn't happen like that, you know, but I wanted to be married. I wanted to have a wife and I wanted to have a a, a relationship, you know, with my wife, you know, that that will stand the test of time. And, you know, we're continuing to build on that every every year, 19 years in, you know, and, you know, each year we're evolving and learning different things about each other. So, you know, I'm I'm definitely happy and and proud of where we are. I'm I'm thankful and am so blessed to have God continuing to. Uh, pour into our marriage and, you know, continuing to allow us to be great through him. So everything that we do, all the, the praise that we get heaped on us for staying together this long, you know, I always tell people, you know, it, it's God. It's God and our willingness to evolve as people are, uh, and evolve as, you know, individuals to be better and, and, you know, be able to hold each other accountable for things that are are working and not working in our marriage and work on those things. So, that is that is the beauty of us as a team uh we love each other uh we're in love with each other and you know we we know the temperature of things you know when we're around each other so you know we can look at each other and kind of gauge things we sense how we feel and you know it sparks conversations and sometimes those conversations aren't easy but they're not avoided um you know we try not to avoid anything like that especially if it if it's detrimental to our health or detrimental to our marriage. So again, I just thank you all for listening, for taking time to, to, um, listen to what we're, we're discussing. I pray that all this information is valuable and, you know, I just ask you to continue to like and share and subscribe. You know, anytime you see this on, on social media, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, um, you know, we're also out on the Apple podcast. We're out on Spotify. So, you know, take take the time to share and, you know, invite others to listen, especially those that you think will, will benefit from some of the things that I'm sharing, you know, and I, and I do appreciate all the feedback that I've received. Um, if there's any other feedback that, you know, people want to share, you know, please hit me up at airflow podcast at com. That's airflow podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to check out. Our episodes, you know, go to airflowpodcast.com and you'll be able to access the web, the the podcast directly from that site as they are posted. Uh, new episodes come up every Friday at 9 a.m. Central Time. So, you know, every Friday you'll have a new episode that's posted out there, you know. Um, so please come back. Check us out when you get a chance. You know, even if you can't, you know, listen to the whole thing at that time, you know, just take it. Take some opportunities to listen, you know. And again, I welcome all feedback if there's topics that you want to hear about, if there's things that um, you want me to to break down, if there are people that you would think would be good for the show. Definitely send them send them my way. Um, I'm always open to expand out. And that's the purpose of this of this podcast is to expand out from, you know, kind of my warm market of people that I'm networked with, people that I have relationship with and branch out into other people that. You know, I, I am inspired by or you know, I hear their story and I don't have relationship with them, but I definitely, you know, reson- uh, their, their story resonates with me. So I'm definitely just looking to continue to grow and build this thing to be even bigger and better the way God cre- uh, intended it to be. So, you know, just remember as an heir, God created you to flow in his goodness, to flow in his blessings, to flow in all that you have been created to do so god bless you all and until next time peace and flow on